this is your show, Chuve. Why aren't you doing the time and date? <laughs> I thought like, you guys were doing the time and date. All right, it's your so show. April, it's my show. It's April 6th. This is our first episode of Seattle Nights. Uh, so we're going to open um, looking at uh, the TRID. There's a elf uh, news anchor, and um, he speaks out to the camera to everyone. Welcome, everyone. We have breaking news tonight. There's been another body found downtown Seattle tonight. We have Christoph O'Neill on the scene. Christoph, tell us what's happening. I hear you have a witness. Camera switches over to, well, in that obnoxious Forever 23 looking elf. Uh, he's got like a rusty red hair, maybe dyed, maybe artificial. He's got some freckles in very strategic places. He looks like he is wearing a suit that's not quite tailored for him, but is like, oh no, I have to get to a place very quickly. And he's holding a microphone that has a big Horizon logo on it with the name of the station, which uh, they never made a station identification but uh, obviously the technology is not necessary but it's the aesthetic that's important he's like yes that's uh that's right steve here i am on the scene with he looks around for a moment for his witness um kind of standing next to you uh picking up a a, a used cigarette off the ground as a uh, sinless homeless man uh human uh Older, probably in his 60s, early 70s. Really thin, very uh, long hair, long beard. Um, but when he sees you like looking around for him, he'll he'll pop right up, put that cigarette in his pocket for later, and he'll uh, he'll look at you with a big toothy smile. Is it toothy in that it has like three teeth in it, or is it? No, it's toothy as in he has all of his teeth. Do I know anything about this man? From before the camera started rolling, or is he this told you like... his name was Choppers? I see. Oh, you said it was full of teeth, but you didn't say whose. <laughs> oh, that's that's gross. Okay, cool. Yes, I have a one of the local residents here, and I'll come up and I'll stand behind him, go to put my arm around him, but hover hand it because, well, you? I you never can tell what the the local sinless population is going to do when you touch them. Uh, but yeah, no, I'll just, can you, can you tell our audience at home what you've seen? And I'll put the microphone over in front of his face. He is, uh, is going to kind of like, kind of fix his hair a bit. He's gonna, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I walking along, just going for a walk and and I, I ran across this body, this body on the ground. It's been torn open like an animal got to it there's a wild animal on the loose in seattle he looks right at the camera and yells that i take the microphone back and i say wild animals at loose in seattle now yeah 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 this this may be a little graphic but and he'll point back behind him where there is a little camera drone flying around a little uh what you call um ocular drone no no that's the one that's in my eyeball that nobody's supposed to know about oh okay no, it's a it's a Horizon Cube. It's a little just a little mm-hmm. camera guy. Mm-hmm. It's flying around back to where there's two little mini zeps that are floating up, and they are displaying an AR like caution, police tape, stay away, crime scene. Mm-hmm. Just in a little bit of a cycle. They are not night errant issue or anything along those lines. They are uh, very unofficial, and. In a moment, he will he will flick a distorted image that the cube drone is taking of the body, so that they can kind of see at home the the horrors that have happened. What everybody is seeing at home is a human male, about sixty eight. Uh, the chest, probably um, like mid sternum down to the stomach, mid abdomen, belly button. Ripped open. It's very jagged on the edges. Lots of blood there and on the clothing, but not on the ground around the body. It is pretty horrific. It is clearly a dead body that's been, looks like it's been savaged. Turn the camera back onto myself. Now, did you know the victim? No, no, I've never seen this guy around here before. 
I, I tried. I tried to save him, and he'll kind of indicate if you pan the camera down to like his lower parts of his jacket and his shirt, you'll see blood on it. I tried to save him. I, I got down there and tried to do what I could, but he was gone. So I I started looking to see if I could find an ID on him, but I couldn't find anything in his pockets. Brutally savaged by wild animals and robbed in the same night. What is this city coming to? Who can help turn this around? Dramatic entry. He's going to look blank like he doesn't know if he should answer or like... Uh, my other officers can approach now if they'd like. I assume they would be as they roll up on the scene and see this reporter reporting live from an ongoing investigation. Uh, it's not an ongoing investigation. <laughs> this investigation not... hasn't even started yet. Yeah. It's it's a, it's an active crime scene. <laughs> all right, so are we all three in a in a squad car? Who's Just you Lily? and Detective Malone are in a car. Detective Malone. All right. All right, come on, Milan. We got a call over here. Apparently, it's important enough to uh, interrupt my lunch. And like you see, in his in his lap, he's got like a styrofoam clamshell and like a quarter of a burger left. Wipes his mouth over quick. All right, what we got? What's going on? And does he see like this person like super jacked up? What does the detectives look like? Absolutely. Oh, so uh, as 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 Detective uh, Lorenzo Lennox gets out of the car. He is about seven foot three and just rippling the muscles. He got the too tight shirt going on, night air uniform, combat boots, the uh, the, the dark blue pants with like the little golden pinstripe deal, uh, heavy black leather duster that is the the one piece of gear that's like non issued. Got the utility belt bristling with various little fun cop implements. Uh, two heavy thick uh, horns in sort of like the ram shape curled back and coming up just under his uh, his ears. His skin is a dark, mottled kind of forest green. Hair, jet black, closely cropped, and a neatly trimmed full beard. As the passenger side of the Ford Econa van, emblazoned with night errant imagery, uh, opens up, outsteps a uh, human man. He's uh, a little shorter than the average. Uh, instead of the Knight errant uniform with the battle rattle combat gear. This man is dressed in an immaculate uh, state of the art Ares suit. Uh, he has an Argentum coat that is just drastically out of place in in this pigsty of an alley. Even the dirt slides off of it as uh, as as he gets close to the body, and he's got a uh, his own uh, like takeout box of what looks to be some kind of like soy chicken thing. He's got a pair of chopsticks out of it. He takes the chopsticks out and throws it aside when he sees the body and uh, he walks up and then past uh, Detective Lennox. Immediately uh, sticks a hand out to kind of block the camera drone and say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. This is now an active investigation. I'm going to have to ask you to uh, turn the cameras off. We do need to investigate. You are uh, tampering with a crime scene. We're going to have to ask you some questions. We're going to have to ask you some questions, sir, and kind of gently guide uh, chompers towards uh, Detective Lennox. And then he's going to go over and take a look at the body. You see that, ladies and gentlemen at home? Knight Errant is on the case. They are here, lickety-split. He's just trying to like get back into the view of the camera as the camera tries to dodge and fly around. You're, uh, you're blocking. I am, I am alone. Anybody contact EMT when this call came across? Another Malone will on this. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I'm sorry. Uh, Malone checks his his comm link, and the AR pops up. It said, "Yeah, yeah." Dispatch said uh, this was a high priority. Somebody playing paying for the platinum service. Uh, given the area that we're around, we uh, want to make sure that we're taking care of high security areas with uh, all alacrity. Ah, uh, y'all hear the guy? Everybody, back up! If you're not supposed to be here, that's pretty much everybody who's not me. Night errant, keeping us safe. <sighs> um, they'll cut the feed from your live report, and it'll go back to the newsroom where, where the reporter will say, we'll keep you updated on any more developments as the story proceeds. And they'll cut to something else. 
So who wants to go first? Lennox, do you want to question Choppers? Or does Detective Malone want to talk to our reporter and find out why they're filming an active crime scene? I'm happy to go for it. So, tell me. Tell me, Slick, what'd you see? What's going on? Help me make a little sense of this. I was... I was just out walking around, you know, nothing else to do. And I, I see this this body. And, uh, you know, I, I ran over to, to see if I could help. He'll show the blood on him again. I, I bent down and, and tried to help, but I mean, look, look, look at him. I mean, he's tore open. I mean, what could I do? So I went through his pockets to try to find ID. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Nothing. And, and, and nothing, huh? Mm-mm. Never saw right. him before. Interesting, interesting. You don't mind if I, uh, you know, just part of procedure, give a little check through, give a little pat down, you know, for officer safety, your safety, and for any possible evidence, right? You wouldn't mind that, would you? I called you. Yeah, and, and we greatly appreciate that, sir. We just want to make sure that we can, you know, clear everything up. And when I, when I search you, that's going to make everybody from this point forward realize that you cooperated, you did the right thing. I mean, you want to help, right? going to look at you and you'll see a little bit of a snarl like he wants to argue back but given your size he'll hold his arms out go ahead search me great not Aaron appreciates your compliance sir and I'll uh, pat him down check his pockets we're looking for anything and everything you find a dirty cigarette in his left side uh, coat pocket um you'll find in the back pocket of his pants you'll find a pamphlet for a church that has, uh, well, roll perception. Let's see what you notice on it. All right. Let's get a roll. That's why we're here. Get them rolls going. Dice. Yeah. My God, we're already rolled dice. <laughs> Did I make a character who's good at perception? Today we find nope. out. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no. I'm just an officer. He's good I'm at hearing. Shit. <laughs> Is four good? Four successes is indeed good. Four successes is good. Yeah. Uh, so you'll notice that on this little pamphlet for a church, there's blood on it. Looks, uh, it's it's a little tacky. It hasn't dried completely. Uh, you'll also notice he has like a, he's got like the lowest, the cheapest cred stick you can get. If you were to slot that, you would notice that it's got, it's got like 50 new yen on it. So, 50 new yen, cigarette, and church pamphlet. Uh, sir, can you explain this uh, this blood splatter here? Just a little curious about that. No. Look at it. Uh, I, I, like I said, I was looking for ID, but I didn't find anything. I, I just found that. And, you know, it, you know, sometimes those places give out free food, so I kept it. He's not going to need it. Gotcha. So you you took this from him, right? You, I, I get it. You're trying to find local communion, find the Lord. Metaphysics. I'm into it, right? Gotcha, gotcha. We have to, of course, we have to confiscate this. It has blood on it. I'm gonna need all your personal information, and I'll get out like the 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 digital version of a memo pad. Maybe Night Aaron has sprung for premium Google Sheets, and he'll start uh, <laughs> noting all of the all of his details, his sin. We're gonna, gonna need uh, that, he's sir. Sinless. He's sinless. He's sinless. Mm, gonna have to take him in. That's you violated the law, sir. Uh, he's homeless. He's homeless. <laughs> he's sinless. He's got. I mean, you know. It's just... Well, we can fix all those problems with a little ride this downtown. Is, this is harassment. I didn't do anything. I called you. I helped him. Hey, sir. You can't sir. take all my. Give me my cigarette and my cred stick back. First of all, let me get that from you. Don't you know he's a key? I'm trying to help you. I'm put it in his mouth. Look, tell me something I can use. Tell me something you saw. Tell me something interesting. I'm a cop. I got to enforce the law. But, you know, we like to work with people. You know, put a heavy arm around his shoulder. I told you. I was out walking. I saw a body. I went over to help. There's saw- not enough blood on me that I did that. Look, look. No, look. He'll show you his hand. Look. No blood on my hands. Look. Uh-huh. So if I want to find you, who would I call? Who's somebody you know? Somebody with a sin, by the way. Oh. He'll point to a, a bodega over on the corner ways, lit up, still open. Tony in there. Tony knows me. He can get a hold of me because I, I live I live close by. 
And he'll uh, he'll pull up his comlink, take a picture of his face. Please just smile. Look to the left. If he, he complies, we'll get a we'll get a yep. profile and a face on. All right, all right. Give me a second. When my partner comes back, we'll go we'll talk to Tony. And that's that's true, right? Because you know, lying to an officer is a crime. I'm just trying to help you out, son. No, it isn't. Well, it can be. Anyway, we'll let him wrap up. If you think of anything else while he's over there handling the <laughs> his job, then uh, just let me know. All right. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'll I'll, I'll check this uh, check this guy out, and uh, I'll you know look at the body profile evidence, you know, cop stuff. All right. Cop stuff. And what's uh, Detective Malone doing? Detective Malone is having a quiet and polite conversation with our erstwhile reporter, Christoph O'Neill. Are you saying that you, this was a a person with a dock wagon contract or some other medical assistance? Uh, that hasn't yet been determined when dispatch called us in. I I could have sworn I heard you say something along those lines. I could check the tapes if you like. Well, I suppose you could check those tapes. You will find out that I said that dispatch called us in and not Doc Wagon. But I, I do have a, a couple of questions for you as, as you are rolling back that beautiful footage. What are you doing here? How did Horizon get a reporter on scene before we arrived? When, if I heard the yelling correctly, the homeless person called Knight Errant first. Oop, do you have an answer for that question, or should I go with my instincts? You got a phone call from your producer, and he said, here, they just got a call, they're rolling out, meet them there. You just got there first. The camera pans to a situation where both the detective and the reporter are in the shot, but in the background you see a uh, a horseman, which is generously called a vehicle, but it's the kind of vehicle that is basically like a Segway, but you can lay down on it, uh, and it's got a little compartment for some extra gear on it. And then the camera turns back so that it shows the two of them in, in clear focus. My my producer, who has connections, gave me a call. I was the, the closest correspondent in the area. Detective Malone will reach into his outer pocket of his Argentum coat, and he will pull out an actual pad of paper and an actual pen with actual ink. And he flips open the top of the uh, of the notebook clicks the pen and begins to write uh, producer connections. All right. I'll pull out an AR pad of paper and an AR pen and begin to write down dispatch called dock wagon contract. <laughs> and what other directions did uh, this producer give you? Just to make sure I didn't interfere with the scene and to uh, to get the story. You know, the contract negotiations are coming up and got to make sure everybody looks good. Right. And he'll write that down. Contract negotiations looking good. And that's 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 all they told you. Nothing about. Uh, nothing about the. Uh, ride along. Uh, was there something about the ride along? Yeah. That's why your okay. producer said they've been, they're rolling out. Go meet them now. Uh, apologies. You're on the ride along. That's okay. Uh, well, know. yeah, of yeah. course. You know, that's the the end goal here that to to show Knight Errant in its best light, so that everything works out for everybody. That's the the whole thing. You know, write down a little bit, write along the whole thing. He snaps the notebook. Uh, cover back on all right well i am detective chandler malone my partner there is detective lorenzo lennox you'll be riding along with us as we investigate this case how long ago did you get here oh not more than five to ten minutes and you immediately started reporting when you arrived on scene 
Yes. And I'll motion to the two Zeppelin drones that are displaying the AR police tape and uh, other warnings. Like they're cordoned off the area, started recording, and then found a witness, as it were, and began to to do my job, sir. Do your job, sir. Hmm. I like it. Well, if you're uh, going to be coming along with us, you are going to be likely seeing some things that may turn your stomach. How is your constitution? Reporter O'Neill, was it? Yes, Christoph O'Neill. You can just call me Chris. Chris, right. Flicks his notebook back open. Writes Chris O'Neill equals grasshopper. Closes it back up. Make a notation in my little AR notebook of the the names of the detectives and their badge numbers and their badge numbers and their badge numbers. Got to get all the information. Yeah. Detective Malone has nothing to hide. Um, Christoph, what uh, knowledges do you have? Uh, corporate activities, current events, police procedures. Current events. Make a roll. Does my P2 feed specialty come into play? What is a P2 feed specialty? What? It's a, it's a Facebook feed. Yeah. Social sure. media. Yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, Christoph, as you're writing down the, the names of the detectives, as you're writing down Detective Chandler Malone, it hits you. Malone is the name of a UCAS senator. And you do remember he had a son in Knight Errant. Mm-hmm. I just kind of put that in my back pocket for now. Mm-hmm. Things seem to be going pretty well, so I don't need to, you know, I just, I turn the screws. Yeah, who you're dealing with, that's all. I just want you aware. So what are we doing, looking at the body? We're going to look at the body. Yeah, I've, uh, we've been in our... I've, up to this point, I've been trying to do whatever cops do, you know, without like screwing the crime scene up. I don't know how much forensics would do whatever, but you know, searching some pockets, looking for wounds, trying to see what he can uh, apply his cop brain to. Everybody that's looking at the body, do perception. I am not currently looking at the body. I I have to talk to my good friend Chompers, who's being detained by Knight Errant right now, like a criminal. Uh, he is a criminal. Which is accurate. Sinless. That's yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're one for one on crime so far. If we're keeping track, by the way. Do we, um, do we see anything interesting with? <laughs> one second. One second. One second. One second. I've I've got a request to help. Uh, He's dead, Jim. <laughs> now, as you can see, he is missing his internal organs. Now, I did not go to medical school, but I have a pretty good idea that those are supposed to stay on the inside. And I think that is the leading cause of his death. Yeah, I gotta say, it probably didn't help. We get forensics out here. When the hell is EMT supposed to be here? Another officer will say the EMT showed up and left. He's dead. And they just left the body in the street? Till the coroner shows up to haul him away. That's procedure, uh, sir. Yeah, I just figured they would all get together, maybe. It's kind of unseemly on the streets. Oh, well. <sighs> um, so everybody got two successes. That's looking at the body. Um, so, Chandler, you'll notice that there's no dock wagon bracelet. Mm-hmm. He's going to write that down, and it goes dock wagon, question mark, and then crosses it out. Um, Lennox, you're going to see it's it's just what, what Chopper said. Uh, same thing, uh, Detective Malone. You'll notice that um, the body looks like it has been torn open. There's jagged edges uh, around a wound that's mid-sternum to belly button. Um, blood on the shirt, but not nearly as much blood as you would expect on the scene if he was torn open. Okay. And Officer Steele, you'll notice that um, he's had some recent cyberware removed. And you'll notice that he doesn't have any anything on him that's active, that's running wireless or anything at all. Um, he does have a very old cyber leg on his left side. 
Detective Steele, who's that? Officer Steele. Sorry. So, Officer Steele, um, I guess a little shocked when she, If I don't know if you're going to point that out, but yeah, you can provide a description of yourself. Uh, she just kind of walks up. Oh, that's gross. Hey, hey guys. She's like a, a, a tiny little, maybe an elf. She's definitely a human, but she wants to be an elf so bad, you guys. So she's got like a little bit of makeup on to help her. And she doesn't have any prosthetics yet. But she does have like little clip-on ears that she kind of hides a lot of time with her longer hair. Because you know. But yeah. Very, very pale. Big, big baggy hat. Very hipster. Just not not pleased to be here. Do you let them know about the cyberware being recently removed? They did not notice that. You noticed that. Uh, yeah. So, you guys, they did, like, super surgery on this dude. It looks like they just kind of threw him here. That is that is gross, right? That's not just me. It's gross. Mm. Officer Steele. Yes, yes, it is gross, like you said. All of a sudden, well, he's still got the, the, the leg here. So, you said his cyberware has been removed, but the leg's right there. Yeah, that thing, it doesn't look like it's worth anything at all. That's trash. That's sad. Yeah, you see that big hole there? He's like, like, like circle with his uh, his fingers in. That, I think she's talking about like there. Like, that's probably where I think she's referring to, right? Yeah, the big hole in the middle of the dude. Ugh, should cover the that cyberware, up. The cyberware that was removed was just like a finger and uh, an ear. Like little things. Nothing big. I like the big hole idea better. <laughs> I, I do too. There's a hole in her theory, officer. <laughs> you can say that. You're not great at your job. So you could say, nah, it probably took something from there too. Who knows? You could say whatever you want right now. Yeah, they just basically took the good stuff. For sure. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, thank you for coming down here. Maybe, you know, everybody's going to show up at the corner. Anyway, I got to go check on something. Can you uh, can you lock this area down? I'm about to go across the street to Tony's. And uh, what kind of restaurant is it, by the way? It's a bodega. A it's, a bo- it's a bodega. It's a store. It's I got to go get myself a uh, some more smokes. This one's uh, the only one I got left. And he'll wink at uh, Chompers. <sighs> and then, uh, Mr. O'Neill, you wanted to talk to Chompers? Yeah. I need okay. to explain to him that the testimony he gave basically pop up like an AR contract about, Ah. you know, we did the interview uh, here. He's going to be paid for said interview and I'm going to offer him a credit stick. It's got probably, I don't know, 200 million or something like that on it. Um, Do you tell him that you say, here's a credit stick for 200 million. uh, I, I tell him that this is compensation for the interview that he gave. He just has to sign his name on the, the AR Thing. Uh, when you tell him that, he's gladly gonna just scribble an X on there. Good enough for legal. It. That's good enough for legal. And he'll he'll just casually say, "Oh, this is great." Makes up for that big oaf taking my other cred stick. Knights always. You had many problems with the knights. You always have problem with the knights. They always come harassing you, moving you around, especially when you're downtown. If you could, if you could just hold on one second. He goes off an AR for a second, and the little cube drone flies over from his little ride to sit here. And he begins another interview with this this poor homeless person asking about his experience with Knight Errant. You're not doing anything to like conceal this. This is like bright light, camera rolling. You're you're just doing this in the open, no problem, right? Uh, like we'll turn it so that we're facing like a different building so it's not like there here's the crime scene that i just took this other thing that had already aired mm-hmm. uh but, but yes you got him still in the back of a cruiser like he's a criminal uh did you guys throw him in the cruiser i thought you guys yeah he did detain- he's detaining him until they sort stuff out so to oh, detain him then, he would be in a cruiser then yes yeah, i am i am 100 interviewing him through the the door of the cruiser okay. all right there you go so go ahead. Let's let's hear your interview. And if anybody wishes to interrupt this, go right ahead as well. But um, 
yeah. What what you got? No, I just. So I'm sorry, sir. Now that we have the recordings going again, could you tell me a little bit more about what we were just talking about? You said you were having some some problems with the well, night. I mean, look at this. Look, 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 look what happened. I was trying to be a good citizen. I called it in, and now I'm in the back of the cruiser, like I'm the murderer. This is crazy. And then, and then he comes and he confiscates everything. I had my cigarette that I found and my cred stick with my fifty new with my 150 new yen on it. And he just stole it. He just took it says, Oh, we can't give it back yet until he checks everything out. I'm never going to see that cred stick back again. Now I would not say that you'll absolutely see the cred stick again, but you do have to remember that this is an active crime scene. We have to make sure that you are properly taken care of as you are an eyewitness that should not be taking paid interviews. And Malone will give O'Neill a look TM. But we're going to make sure that we get you a cup of coffee. We're going to verify that all of the items that were taken from you will be returned in due time. And my counterpart, currently heading over to the bodega, has some more questions to ask of the people I believe you said knew you. Is that correct? Yeah, he said in case they needed to get a hold of me again, who could they contact? And I said, Tony. Tony knows me because I... I live here. I'm just right down that alley over there. My my box is third one, third one down. That's what I was yeah. telling you earlier. They keep hustling us out of here, right? Because some for some reason, somebody doesn't want to see some boxes and tents in an alley. So they keep shoving us out. Well, you should be well aware that Aries Corporation does have low-income housing available, as does the UCAS via the uh, former Renraku Arcology. You really should not be out in the elements, unprotected, when we have that protection available for you at no cost to you. Yeah, you don't provide that to the sinless, though. You just arrest him, like your big lug partner just said. He was going to arrest me because I was sinless. And they threw me in the back of a cruiser like a criminal. Sir, I have it on very good authority that you are registered within the system. And if you cannot find your identification, I am certain that a knight errant officer will be on hand shortly to assist you in finding that identification. Uh if you will excuse me and uh, reporter O'Neill here, I do need to have a discussion with him in regards to the investigation. Thank you. You heard it here first, folks. Knight Aaron, willing to help you find that which is lost. Just as a reminder, a criminal sin is also a sin. <laughs> Not wrong. Uh, detector, Detect Balone is going to uh, gently take Kristoff by the shoulder. And turn him around and march him over to Officer Steele. And with a practice smile on his face, he will say, uh, Chris, this is Officer Phoenix Steele. She is a highly regarded member of the Knight Errant Matrix uh, Operations Division. And we're going to have her inspect your recording equipment to make sure that it is going to comply with the investigation and what will need to be done with it. Now, I will say as lead officer on this investigation that you are going to be privy to a lot of details about the, well, details of this case. You are going to get firsthand access, but we will need to have our own access to your recording devices in order to make sure that everything is on record and admissible as evidence as necessary. We also don't want it to get out early, because if we do, we're going to scare the perpetrators of this horrendous crime. Do you understand? So I'm going to get deputized. You are not going to be deputized. You are going to be a civilian onlooker that has been attached to the investigation with the permission of Knight Errant leadership. I mean, I'm going to get to carry a gun. Do you have a gun? I need to look at my character sheet real quick because I think I have a gun. Get <laughs> <laughs> that character. Do you have a gun? gun? <laughs> he he puffs up his chest a little bit. It's not very impressive or intimidating, but he says I am equipped as all field agents are for the Aaron, not the Aaron, uh, for Horizon. I see. May I see your weapon, please? 
course. And he goes and pulls out a Horizon Showstopper, which is a pistol. Uh, Detective Malone will, will hold out his hand so he may personally see this weapon. Kind of like do the hold up thing to to check it out, kind of giving it the once over. And then he puts it in his coat, shakes his head. No, you're not going to carry a weapon. That's Horizon property, sir. I'll have you know. And it will be returned to you at the conclusion of this investigation. But you have to understand, we will be your protection. And we do not want to catch you committing a crime with this weapon. So we're going to take it out of circulation for the time being. And there's that other practiced smile. He just hears in his head that this is his big break. It's on camera. It's being recorded that this officer is taking it. Everything is going to be fine. He is a protected member of the media. And the media is, well, some kind of corporate doublespeak that means that everything is powerful in the media. Yeah, and just about the time when you look most content and happy, I'm going to look at you and say, okay, I need access to everything. It's mine now. He's just going to kind of turn and just give you a great big smile. Of course, it's uh, one moment, and he will send you a uh, an AR request for you to accept or to put marks on his uh, some of his gear. I want to like check every check him out first. I don't want to just accept stuff from him, right? That wouldn't be safe. No, you, I mean. Pretty sure he's Horizon, but I mean, if you want to check him out first, but he's inviting you with the, he's letting you put the marks on it so you won't have to roll for that. But what do you want to do? I don't know. You know how she just doesn't trust people? Mm-hmm. She also doesn't trust this sleazy TV guy. Oh, but he's an elf, though. I mean, he's cute, but like propaganda, TV, the news, bad. No, no, that's, that's very fair. Um, so roll, uh, roll eight die. Eight six-sided. One, two, three successes. Okay. Um, so as you kind of like inspect everything, it, it is, it, it's, it's Horizon equipment. Um, he is listed as a user on it. It looks like somebody at the corporation is the actual admin. Uh, but you'll see previous recordings on there all seem to be news stories. It seems uh, some of them seem to be him like out on the street trying to catch a story more than him being assigned to a story. Ambulance chaser. Got it. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you'll see all the the footage he's uh, gotten for tonight's uh, body. Um, he's He's got a good, you know top-down view of the body with, you know, nicely lit. Um, the interview with Chopper is there and looking at it, it's everything you've heard so far. Um, it doesn't look like he's hiding anything, but you, uh, Christoph, are you removing the, are you going to ask her to remove the marks or are you going to just let her keep those on always? This is a collaborative effort. Mm-hmm. So, she is welcome to keep them on there. Okay. Also, I am uh, offended by the term ambulance chaser, even though she didn't say it. It is the news is always happening. You have to always be ready. You can't just I mean, wait for it to happen. Maybe she doesn't like you because you're an elf and you're the thing she wants to be the most. So she hates you. I don't know. You're so pretty and on TV. <laughs> I am really cool. <laughs> As you go through the things, I just look around the room, or not the room, I look around the alleyway and my hair just swooshes and <laughs> lands perfectly. God, what a handsome jerk. <laughs> just your type. Uh, so let's cut to Detective Lennox, who's in the bodega. Um, Tony has just rung up a customer, and you are next up in the line. Hey, you Tony? Yeah, yeah, this is this is my... What, what? There's a guy out there in the car. He says his name is Choppers. He says you can vouch for him. You know him. He rolls his eyes. Yeah, I know Chopper. He comes in here whenever he has some new in to, to buy something to eat or mainly drink. 
I got you. I got you. Is he usually homeless or what's his what's his deal? Yeah, he lives in the, the alley around the way. A lot of them do. Hmm. You got anything interesting to say about what happened outside? Well, I mean, some customers came in and told me that they found a body over there. Yeah, guys, about ripped in half. Huh. Well, anyway, if you see anything, be sure to let me know. And he'll pass him his card. Uh, oh, let me get these for you. And he'll uh, use the uh, some of that 50-credit union stick to buy uh, a pack of gum. Rip off the, uh, he'll just like take all five sticks of the pack of, of like big red and just shove them all in like the back of his, like his jaw, back of his jaw up there. Get a good chew going. Uh, all right, have a good day. Ding! As he walks out and goes back over to uh, his fellow associates who are, have somehow befriended a reporter. Uh, yeah. All right, so <laughs> that guy Tony vouched for him. But uh, I want to show you guys this. He'll pull out of his back pocket. This was uh, supposedly found on the victim by our new associate choppers here. You'll notice it has uh, some blood on it. Kind of kind of tacky if you touch it there. Let rub it between his fingers. Need to get that to a crime lab. See if we can figure out about the Vic. And uh, I guess check this place out. But again, it was in his back pocket. And that doesn't look too good for you, choppers. It's not good to have a dead body's blood on something you own in your back pocket, you know. Um, As he hands that folded up little pamphlet to um, the rest of you, we'll see that it is a church that is called the Rebirth of the One Flesh. Um, you'll see a picture of the church. It's a, a night shot where the round sanctuary portion of the exterior of the church is lit up in different neon colors. It looks very welcoming and, and pleasant and happy. Um, does anybody read a bit more of it, or do you just stop at just the the title and pick. Detective Malone will read the pamphlet. He's going to uh, take that pamphlet by like, is it just like a single like card with information on the back or does this thing fold open? It's like a trifold with some pictures of like the stuff they offer. They have. Um, so you'll see that they, it's like also kind of like mission work as well. They provide food and, and, and a, a bed and, you know, they'll, they'll help you get off the street. They'll help you get educated. But one of their main tenets that you would have to adopt is uh, their belief that people should not alter their bodies. No cyberware implants or limbs. That doing so will distance you from God. And the perfection of your body and soul are then lost. You can become closer to God by removing the cyberware that you have. They assist you with that as well. Assistance in cyberware removal. So he uh, takes his chopsticks that he was using and he's going to uh, fold up this pamphlet, put them between the chopsticks, and then go over to the crime scene folks and gesture to put it in one of their evidence bags. He's taken uh, an AR note of the location of the church based off of what is said in the pamphlet. Sixth and University. Sixth Downtown and University. Seattle. Well, isn't that something? A little bit north of here. You guys are downtown on the map where it says Capital and the B. Boop. Right there. And they're at Sixth and University, not far away. Uh, but they'll bag that up for you and, and you tell them to get that blood checked out and you... They will uh, do that. The coroner looks like uh, she's ready to give her report to you guys if you are ready for it. Uh, Detective Malone is absolutely ready for it. He's going to gesture towards Officer Steele, Detective Lennox, and even our intrepid reporter, Christoph O'Neill. And before he has the coroner start, he will hold up a finger to O'Neill. While you will be recording, we do not want you broadcasting. This is, of course, a sensitive matter. This is part of the investigation. I realize it must be archived. That is why I am allowing you to do this. But you will not broadcast without the okay of senior night errant leadership. Are we understood? Of course. Fabulous. And he uh, will bid the coroner start. Okay, so she'll say, um, inspecting the body, 
Uh, it looks like uh, it's, she'll look at her watch, it's 3 a.m. now. Uh, put time of death between 11 and 1. 11 p.m. yesterday, 1 a.m. Um, obviously, the wound on the on the torso looks to be the cause of death, but I won't know until we until the, the ME inspects and, and does an autopsy. But it looks like death due to massive blood loss. Exsanguination. And Malone will write that in his notepad between 11 p.m. 1 a.m. Any other details? Not until I am done with an autopsy. All right. Hey, uh, Malone. Hmm? You get that look. I hand you that pamphlet. It's that look that usually means uh, something's going to happen I don't like. Or sometimes something good. But it was it was a look. There was a look there. Uh, yeah, the the pamphlet was uh, for a church that's not too far from here. It's um, Church of the the One Flesh, I think it was. It's uh, one of these places that loves helping the homeless, charity, food, missionary work, all that. But they're very insistent on a body being pure. So somebody with cybernetic enhancements is further from God. So <laughs> this guy looks pretty close to God to me. Uh, yeah, he is unclean. He is nowhere near godliness, but uh, it's the rebirth of the one flesh. That's right. So I think he, he might've been over there. It would be worth looking at. Uh, let's do a drive by and see if they're out and about. Otherwise we may have to table this investigation until after the Emmy is finished. their investigation. What do you think we ought to do with this guy? He'll lean in with an earshot of choppers. I have half a mind to bring him in. No sin, near murder, blood spatter on a piece of evidence. Oh, leave the man be. He's an upstanding member of some kind of society. Just make sure that he gets his cred stick back, and we know where to find him, right, Chopper? Yeah, 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 and he'll hold his hand out, looking a little smug towards the troll here. Hey, this guy didn't have a cred stick. But out of the abundance of generosity from Night Errant, we want to thank you for calling us. Here's Nugan. Or here's your here's a credit stick with about forty five million on it. Thank you, sir. You have a good day. He's gonna scrunch up his face, spit at your feet, walk away. <laughs> Do you need to roll the composure? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that, that's a it. bit much. That's roll. a bit much. Roll. That's not what we're about. It wasn't on your shoe. For it some was on little... the ground at your feet. Ah, that's about but where he's about to be. Grow that composure. I got the no bad success. news, Chompers. <laughs> <laughs> I need to spend an edge to interrupt here. <laughs> uh, so what do you do? You do? He does that. He starts walking away. His back is to you. You're pissed. What do you do? I'm going to walk up and say, oh, excuse me. And like, as I, uh, as I come up, I want to like put my weight on him and make him kind of fall. And I'm but trying to play off like I'm trying to stabilize him, and I'm going to punch him right in the kidney. Just really hard. He lets out a a, a squeal of pain. And uh, he, he stays on the ground and just does that little, you know, fetal position rolled up, just waiting for you to finish your beating. Malone, your partner is committing assault in front of a reporter who I'm sure is recording. Uh. Detective Malone is going to gesture to Officer Steele to uh, get this recording scrubbed as he walks over to to Detective Lennox, both hands up, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Lorenzo, it's fine. He didn't mean it. Looks like he's taking a bad fall. And yeah. he's just going to slowly like, put a hand on, on Lennox and slowly push him back. Kind of half half squat over, over Chompers because he didn't want to but his his suit anywhere near this muck. Yeah, Steel, you know what? Sixteen dice. Oh, what? Uh, Officer Steele rolls sixteen dice to clear the to edit the file, please. Go ahead, Officer uh, Detective Lennox. You know what? I could have handled that, but you know he fell. I went to get him. It didn't work out, and I, I feel like uh, you know what? This entire interaction could have been handled better. I'm going to work on my breathing exercises. We had this seminar. 
it's a good seminar, but you know, detective, it is, you're, you're a, a big guy. You have to take care around these, the, the smaller, more, more fragile members of our society. You're right. You know, sometimes I kind of forget it's kind of like I live in a world of cardboard, you know? So a, I'm going to work world on spatial awareness. That is, that is a really good term for it. I really like that. Right. I just made that up. So you can use that sometime. Yeah, that you are you are just a Superman detective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what they say. Well, let's go to church, find ourselves some religion, huh? Uh, detective Malone will ask uh, Chompers if he needs to to spend the night in like the clinic. Kind of get get some actual sleep, maybe get a bite to eat, get checked out because he had a nasty fall. Well, I think you'd probably insist on that. Um get him some medical treatment and a stay and some food. Yeah. That, that. That's okay. So in exchange for, you know, not pressing charges. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, that's There's no, there's no need for charges here. There's no need for any of that. We're going to get you cleaned up. We're going to get you, you know, some freshly laundered clothes. And detective Malone will send a message to one of the uniforms. Uh, to get him to the local precinct where he can be checked out. He can have a criminal sin assigned to him. He'll just stay overnight. He'll have a fresh new identity in the system, and he'll be able to go to the ache after this. In fact, Knight Errant will insist on it. And Officer Steele, um, I need you to do a matrix perception. Uh, 11 dice, please. One success. All right. Um, I guess just just as you do, you're you're always running a matrix perception in that. But you will notice that uh, the bodega that uh, Detective uh, Lennox came from, it uh, it looks like it's it runs since it's up and running and and open and it's you can tell with the one success that it's got security cameras and possibly may have caught something if you wish to delve into it and make everybody else aware that you may need to access those, or you could just forget about it and think about it later. It's 3 a.m. I mean, like they're cops, they're detectives. They should know to tell me to do work. True. True. That's right. I mean, they're supposed to tell you what to do. Yeah. So, Hey, if they don't bring it up, fine. Okay. So you're rolling by the, you're taking Chopper to the to medical and someplace to to get some treatment and a bed for the night. Yes, treatment, a bed, a maybe hot meal. It depends on mm-hmm. how uh, how the canteen is feeling, but we'll make sure that he's properly processed and then ready to go after 24 hours. Okay, you guys can go. Um... You guys can go do that. No problem. Um, if you do like just do a quick drive by by the church, you'll see that it looks like it's locked up for the night. It doesn't look to be open. You'll have to hit it maybe during the day. <laughs> and. Uh, and yeah, the, the corner said the M.A. won't have anything until tomorrow as well. Or later in the day, obviously not the next day. OK. Um. So, yeah, you guys can. Uh, deal with Chopper. I mean, Mr. Mr. O'Neill doesn't need to, and Officer Steele doesn't need to. It's really you two, the detectives, that have to do that. That's true. Can, uh, jump forward to the next day. Do you want to do the church or the Emmy first? Or do we need a break? Do we need a quick break, a little little bio break? Feels like a dramatically appropriate time as we go into a new day of an investigation to, okay. to start a new recording. 